yo yo welcome back to ramblings of a mad guy it's me reese i'm the mad guy um we got a good episode ahead interviewing my, my good man aaron deardorff the first fucking person who hasn't messaged me telling me to uh delete their or like bleep out their last name or name like he's just a chill guy um fun interview talk a lot about uh kind of saint paul shenanigans you'll see why am I telling you here? I did want to get something off my chest, though, before this one. I was watching Robert Downey Jr. Um, getting interviewed, and I, th- I think it was on Letterman? Maybe some other... It was like it was like that Letterman show, like, long-form interview, right? Like, my next guest needs no introduction. It's like an hour long. And, the f- like, I love Robert Downey Jr., but I really just wish I hadn't seen this interview. Great actor love iron man total idiot as a guy and uh, well like for example you know uh for example he, he basically speaks with the the social grace and intellect of a freshman in high school at one point uh, i think it was david letterman this is gonna kill me if i don't remember who who actually did this interview but he was like um so uh robert um are you ready to get started? And he goes, you know what, Dave? It's it's on like Conky Dong. Conky Dong, he said. Like, it would be one thing if a if an adult, a, a prolific actor, an adult male, um, used the term, it's on like Donkey Kong in a professional interview. But he said Conky Dong. So there's that. That immediately lowered my bar of respect. Um, he went back to school to get his GED. Like, come on, dude. How many millions of dollars are you worth? Like, are you that are you that insecure about not having finished high school? And why didn't you finish high school, by the way? Is it perhaps because you were already a famous actor by the time you were 16? Is that not enough? That that doesn't outweigh the value of a GED. Like, what you're gonna go work at McDonald's now, Robert Downey Jr. with your D with your GED? You're gonna go quit your job of being a famous actor and <laughs> worked at McDonald's. Um, that, that that annoyed the shit out of me. But um, you know, he's an airhead. He's an airhead, and uh, that's maybe that's not the worst thing. You know, some people actually say that uh, the best actors have the emptiest heads. I guess that would make Daniel Day-Lewis pretty fucking retarded, huh? Anyway, enjoy this episode. See you on the other side. We're recording now, and, uh... Fuck it, we'll do it live. It's Deardorff, he's in the middle of the fucking woods. This might have to be the first ever uh, video episode, just so that people get the the scope of this. The first thing I want to ask you about, actually... All right. Yeah, go ahead. Good friend of mine from... uh, from high school, that crazy fucked up uh, place that Sean and I talked about in episode two, and uh, made us the misguided angels. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> misguided angel. He's drinking some gay cider with like a a heart and angel. The best fucking IPA made in New Hampshire. Dude. Is it good? All right, I'll uh, I'll look for it. What I want to say, I want to talk about when I was a freshman. You were the year the year ahead of me. So Sean was the year be- behind. Deardorff, Dorf, Aaron. How, how do you go by these days? Uh, anything whatever. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. So I, so um, Deardorff, we don't know each other at all when I'm a freshman. He's a sophomore. But I've heard 
I've heard tell. I've heard a rumor. <laughs> not a guy you want to fuck with, really. Not a guy you want to run across in the halls. Sorry, I just got to grab the uh, grab the cord from my computer again. Yeah, yeah, just in case we didn't uh, iterate this in the beginning. Dorf is in the middle of a forest with an extension cord that's about 100 feet long coming from his his house, which is just the perfect setting. I mean, I, I can't, I wouldn't expect him to be anywhere else. Oh, it's nice. Just sitting on the tailgate of my dad's truck. Yeah, sitting on the oh. back of a truck. Fucking, this is like a country song. <laughs> but, uh, well, so what were the circumstances of that? Um, how they like kind of drug tested. So yeah, I yeah. think like me, Barker, and Nabil somehow got pulled together and it was just like, oh, we think you guys have been doing drugs or like, you know, smoking pot. And yeah. Like, ah, uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys were like, I think Nabil you guys had already born. gotten. <laughs> Nabil was already on testing from la- from the year oh. before. Oh, Nabil was. Yeah, that's right. So we all got sanctuary together. Right. Sanctuary is where they would they would put you on drug testing, but then they wouldn't tell your college that they did it. It's like a slight difference from being DC'd where you get put on drug testing, but they also tell your college that you're applying to that that you that this happened. <laughs> yeah. So but anyway, so I got called in. Like this that morning I'd gone into Clark House because like I woke up and my I couldn't fucking like yeah. Move neck i was like from all the crack cocaine you were doing i was like something my neck dude i just like i couldn't move like this yeah painful like and usually i'm pretty like pain tolerant i just couldn't i couldn't get my muscles yeah work i'm in the i'm in clark house and i get called and they're like hey come on down to like the counselor's office and i'm like okay go down to the fucking counselor's office hi aaron um we're gonna need you to uh to take a drug test because we think that you've been smoking pot and i was like they did the same shit to me it's like the scariest counselor gave me four options she's like okay you can or two options but four like ways it goes down right (laughs) yeah you can either accept the sanctuary and you come back clean yeah and we say that we're sorry okay yeah we're bothering you yeah go on your way yeah, you accept the sanctuary, and you're you're dirty. You're dirty, and you're yeah. like you test positive. So you're on testing. You're on testing for a year. You don't get in trouble though. You don't get in trouble, but you have to go to drug and alcohol call counseling, and you know yeah. pay for all your drug tests and this and that. Which is trouble. Like it's not like you don't get. Yeah, in, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. No, like, right. No, but no. The, the thing is, it just isn't on your record or whatever the fuck that yeah. is. Like, so, but regardless, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Option three: decline the sanctuary. <laughs> And if you're clean, great. Yeah. But if you're dirty, you get DC'd for lying and doing drugs. Right. Which so we're like, basically a two-strike school to begin with, so you get expelled almost. At I'm least like, why would I choose the baddest option in the world? <laughs> you didn't have a possibility of failing. Like, and I hadn't smoked like recently. Like I'd smoked yeah. maybe like three weeks ago, so I was pretty sure that I was clean. Yeah. But I was like, I'm still accepting this because there ain't no way in hell if you give me like a false positive. Yeah. That like I'm gonna get DC'd for lying and and doing drunk. and smoking one yeah. joint three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I accept. I accept. Then they go, haha, we got you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I send my parents a letter in the mail like before my results came back, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like they're like, oh, Aaron's been sanctuary. You're gonna have to send him to drug and alcohol counseling and pay for each test that he has, which is eighty dollars per piss test. Yeah. And, Jack uh, Parker got tested. Guess how many times? 
12. Over, we, we were sanctuary. Yeah, we were sanctuary for less than a year. They, they, they charged his parents 11 times for those $80 tests. Oh, Reese. Okay, so I got tested. I got caught with Barker. Yeah. Barker got, he was, he was, he, his test came back positive. Mine came back negative. Yeah. I got tested seven times that in, in eight months. And because <laughs> I, I was able, my dad fought like the Buzz Whalen yeah, John yeah. regime. Yeah. A little bit. I only got, I only did it till like the end of that year. Yeah. Instead yeah. of doing it for like a, a full right. Right. You finagre. Cause yeah, you're, you were able to kind of finagre. You said you tricked me. So what, wait, what, I don't know if we ever said what actually happened was you, you said to the sanctuary, I accepted thing, the sanctuary. Your, your then, piss came back clean. You hadn't, it said you hadn't my pot. They said, you're still. Like, and I was like, let me off. Like you said that you'd say you're sorry and let me go. Yeah. And not test me and not put me on drug testing. Yeah. For a year. Yeah. And then John Bassey, like I met with John Bassey and he's like, oh, it was a big misunderstanding. It's like, oh. yeah, it was. And yeah, I, it was. I was like, listen, your counselor lied to me. I don't care what your policy is. Yeah. You like, she just straight lied to me so yeah with the options that i was given i chose the best one yeah i would have reconsidered if i had known exactly i said <laughs> i said i was worried that there are false positives sometimes and i didn't want to take that chance exactly and, which is and, horseshit obviously and he and you both know that but <laughs> well and that's the thing so like, <laughs> you know, like lying to like lying through our teeth because he knew buzz wheel and lied too so it's like yeah, yeah. And he's like, blah, blah. He's like, if you, you accepted that you did drugs and this and that. And I said, listen, buddy. Listen, buddy. I like, I said to him, cause dude, you walk into his office, right? He's got a thing that says John DeBoss Bassey. You look really, like, <laughs> you, you're really that worried. Like, oh my God. It's like you're insecure about, like, you, it's oh, that mentality. Just like, you just want to catch every kid, like, right? Yeah, like, but you, it's like, okay. So I said, I said to him, oh, so it doesn't worry you. Like, it's, it, it's fine if, like, people are overdosing on caffeine and literally seizing out and being pretty close to death because it's a legal drug, right? Like, that's legal. Are people doing, were people doing that? They oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, third form year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember those pills. People would order them online, like these caffeine pills. Listen, Reese, a tablespoon of powdered caffeine will kill you. And kids are taking like half a tablespoon. (laughs) And you're like, what the fuck? Like, dude, I saw I saw someone seizing out on it, and like, like literally in their bed having a seizure because they had so much caffeine. Like, you're thinking, holy fuck, they're probably gonna have a heart attack. Maybe we should call nine one one. But it's like. What the fuck? So I, I bring this up to him. He goes, that's legal. That's okay. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. My bad, dude. I didn't remember, really- remember. Wait, this is hilarious. Remember when they had to issue a, um, like a statement to the school because kids were playing the, the pass out challenge where you uh, put your hands over your chest and then breathe really heavily. And then like someone like, uh, I don't know. Oh, you're sitting on the ground. They stand you up really quick. No, you push, you push. So you hold in your breath Yeah. and you push a kid against the wall oh that's right and then like after like six seconds like because you're bending over and you're hyperventilating and then you stand up and hold your breath in and when you hold your breath in like that and you get your these like it's like you just fade and you yeah. just like and you pass out you literally pass, you have to have someone behind you to like hold you up so you don't hit your head or something you get a beanbag 
Yeah, beam. Yeah, right. A beam. Or you know, you just put a bean bag on the ground and hope for the best. <laughs> uh, unless it's Wilcox and then he gets smashed. Yeah, unless you weigh eight hundred pounds on the, on, the, on the fucking closet door, dude. Holy shit! We tried to help him, but you, there was just nothing you could do. That would, been, that would have been two casualties, dude. Yeah, we used to have, we used to have kids up into my room in North, like doing that, like. Oh, we'd have like six kids a day during what lunch. The, what was the email? Like, I can't believe we have to be saying this, but like, <laughs> stop playing this game. It's dangerous. It kills your brain cells. <laughs> oh, but dude, yeah, we, I mean, it was kind of like North was so nice because it was like, mm-hmm. oh, you go to lunch and then like, once you're done with lunch, you come up to North and you hang out. Yeah. Yeah. North like, was the best. Like we would have kids like who had like, vapes in their rooms and they would just like there would be like vape sashes for yeah like like we, i mean we are you talking like the vape sash was it the weed vapes or like how we think of them today like the jewels no, 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 no. like the e-cigs like, yeah e-cigs because like, yeah, that the like, boarding school bowling alley and it, it's interesting the the how the way that um like e-cigarettes uh i think were founded and evolved kind of uh, through the boarding school uh, system, at least in my view, obviously, because we're, we're in the boarding school, but like the evolution of the ESIG became to be more stealthy. And that, so the, like the boarding school, uh, or at least St. Paul's was like particularly uh, susceptible oh, to those market and it, changes. And it came in like a way earlier, like, yeah. Like, so, so I think like how it went, is like it, they were designed in China. Right. And then yeah. to stop smoking. Right. And then, a lot of these like Chinese kids who also go to boarding school were like, right. check these out. They're sick. You know um, what it really was? It, the Chinese government invented these things to give us all lung cancer and then sent it over here in their children to get us all addicted at the boarding school. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> no. um, so the Chinese kids bring it over here and they're those big box. It's like a fucking deep car battery hooked up to a little, uh, like cartridge or something right yeah but dude those things would blow clouds yeah I feel like we had a room called the bowling alley and like it was dude you'd walk in there it's like a fucking 30 smoking parlor you're like holy <laughs> like i mean like you couldn't see to the end of a fucking room you're like what the fuck like, you couldn't see who's in the room because there's just so much smoke oh my god like, yeah i know that they probably that... had like 12 vapes in that room yeah Probably. I, I just remember in Manville when we were freshmen um, and it was just one of those nights, like the only night you were allowed to like kind of have fun was on Saturday night because your like friends could sleep over um, in your dorm, like friends that weren't, you know, and uh, and then like check was like you didn't have to check in until 10 or whatever when you were a freshman or 11 or whatever the fuck it was, which is so lame. But and then um, the teachers would just leave and they're tired. They want to go and sleep on a Saturday night. So they're not fucking like checking <laughs> like the rooms and stuff. And so Manville though, it was like my freshman year, it was still like that real pussy ass mentality. And so even the prefects were like, they wouldn't tell on you or like rat on you, but they were just so judgmental and so, uh, of like any sort of um, get me in trouble behavior, right? And so they're all sitting in the like uh, common room uh, watching some TV, late night TV or whatever. And I opened the door from Ethan's room and literally um, a billowing column of smoke like 
comes out of the room and fills up the hallway. (laughs) It was so, because they had done, we had recently just been doing this thing where you like um, put a blanket over your head and then like hit it a shitload, right? And you blow like fat clouds in the blanket and then you release the blanket and watch it like fill the whole room. So we had done that like 10 times and we basically filled the entire first floor hallway with uh, (laughs) that stupid vape smoke. Uh, so I want, we wanted to tell the story about uh, this little game of real life detective that we played, or I don't know, real life mastermind in Manville. This is right after Deardorff gets, uh, he's, he goes to his Colorado school or whatever, mellows out, he comes to Manville. I'm not afraid of him at all anymore. After like a week or so, he's just the chillest, nicest guy. <laughs> We're hanging out and um, it comes up that we both kind of want to smoke weed and both have not really had the opportunity to do that all year just because manville like i was, i didn't have anyone else to do it with at the at that point except like sean right a little bit and then um you had just come back from this colorado thing where you couldn't yeah so i think was this one of our first ventures in trying to do this and trying to like smoke some pot in in the dorm after hours yeah yeah i think it was the first one like after like winter break or whatever yeah right we were like hey like we i got this like little bit we can make an apple bowl like you have a lighter like we can make this work (laughs) um so we go down to the basement of the dorm and the the basement is like connected um, to the rest of the dorm just by a stairwell, like one stairwell basically. And we go to the basement and it's like midnight on a Thursday or something like completely random. And uh, we're thinking like everyone's gonna be asleep. Obviously no teachers around. We open the window, we smoke a little apple bowl, we blow it out the bottom, the, the basement window. Um, we go up and we start playing GTA in like someone else's room, trying to keep low key and whatever. And <laughs> the prefect. I feel like we were watching a movie in my room. Oh, watching a movie in your room? Yeah, yeah. All right, we're watching Cause a movie. Because then, because then, then, like we were, because that's where it was. It was like we were just completely by ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like Sean came in, and was like, guys, do you smell that? And we're like, what? What smell? What Sean? Sean is our um, prefect. He's really chill and a good friend, but like has told us repeatedly over the year like don't smoke any weed it's not worth it like don't so and he's kind of like you know we kind of look up to the guy like we want to don't want to like piss him off and shit um and so uh <laughs> he's like gosh you, you you smell that shit like someone's definitely been smoking pot in the dorm who like who do you think it was and for some reason he just didn't assume that it was us immediately um, maybe because it just wasn't the first place his mind went or he figured like he was the first one to find it. And since we weren't actively doing it, like it was, we obviously hadn't done it in your room and that's where we were like chilling, watching the movie. So he was like, guys, like help me figure this out. And yeah, your I think was expected, fucking... like most people did shit in their rooms. Yeah. Yeah. And most, yeah. Yeah. Most people, no one would really go to a basement to do that. Like that was kind of a <laughs> off the wall. Clearly it didn't work because I'm like, damn, like, and then so whatever Sean leaves the room. I look at him like, "Fuck, dude! Like, does it smell? Like, I, I thought we were like careful about this. Like, what? I think we left the window open, so it just blew 
up the stairwell and yeah. just like everywhere yeah. yeah we left the window open like a bunch of fucking idiots that don't know our uh like pressure physics or like air pressure physics and so the cold air like rushed into the building and just pushed all the weed like warm weed air all the way circulated it throughout the stairwell and the rest of the building and so still like no teachers yet because like there's some teachers that live in the building but it's more like they're off in the this is really just circulating through the dorm part of it and um Sean is like really trying. He's like, fuck, like, uh, I want to figure this out. Like, I want to make sure that they don't get everyone else in trouble. <laughs> like, you know, shit like that. And I'm like, you know what, Sean, that's, you're right, dude. Like, this is, this is fucking serious. And let, so let's rule out a hundred percent. Let's rule out who we know didn't do it. So we got you, me, and Deerdorf. We know did not smoke any. Oh, it was like, like at that point, like we, cause we'd gotten the heat on Peter Curtin too, cause the other prefect. Yeah, yeah. Got the other prefect. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, okay, Peter, Sean, dude, this, you're right about this, and I'm, I want to help you guys figure this out because I'm actually interested. This is, I'm interested in who did this, and so I basically, I'm like, dude, he, he's stoned. I'm like, stay here, <laughs> just stay the fuck. Just, just staying in the room watching the movie. <laughs> so dude stays in the room watching the movie, and then I go on this um little detective work, uh, like hunt with the two prefects trying to figure out who had smoked weed in the dorm uh when it was me and Deirdorf and I'm trying to like lead them on different paths and, and so I'm like running around the dorm with them like asking people and like really making it like ingratiating myself with the I want to know who did this crowd and making sure that just trying to deflect as much of the uh possibility away from me and Deirdorf as possible um partly at that point it was just like a fun game a little bit yeah but also, like, I just didn't want to catch a lot of shit. Web, like, the web on the fucking wall was hilarious. Like, they drew up, like, this massive, like, <laughs> every single person's name and, like, whose room it was. And then, like, a diagram of, like, where in the dorm it was. And it was, okay, well, this room isn't close, so it can't be them. It can't be this person. It can't be this person. It was, like, it was, like this column of people. And so it was, like. <laughs> Either like Abby Banks, yeah. or like Christian Tid, yeah. Or- and the logic was completely flawed because like all, the web made notes that like obviously it was just me and Deerdorf, and they did they just never even <laughs> like the logic. There was no logic to the web, but it was hilarious that they like constructed this conspiracy theory about who had been so. So what it came down to was um, their final only sole suspects were um christian tid who we mentioned earlier who would prefer not if people didn't invite him to hang out uh, <laughs> and, and then um the three korean kids that literally just play league of legends all day that was a work of art on my part i was like guys listen like yeah like we don't know what they do i was like I, you know it's it seems unlikely that they're smoking weed but like we don't know what they're up to <laughs> we never see them or talk to them like you know, why wouldn't they just bring a little, try a little pot? You know, they're crazy. No, <laughs> no I don't know. But uh, <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, a little bit of like kind of needling on my part and then a little bit of just like terrible detective work on their part. And Deirdorf and I walked away from that one completely clean for years. I never told Sean. I, I haven't either. And they never figured it out, obviously. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe if they listen to this, they will. This might be the final... <laughs> Who knows? Like they probably won't. Like yeah. Oh yeah. They probably won't listen to this. 
<laughs> They'll probably listen to this and still not figure it out. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I love, I love this guys. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah, that, that was fun. That was what, that was the fun of Manville over North. And like you had, you really had to be more mischievous and more creative and having fun. Like in North, because you could smoke pot every night. Way more strict. Because Manville was more, way more strict, so I said. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. You, uh, and even the student, like, you had, yeah, like, rats student, in the dorm. You had, exactly. like, rat, like everywhere there were rats. So you had to hide from, like, other kids. You had to hide from... Something I should tell. Can I tell a story? No. Yeah, totally. Of course. No, I just thought of about, yeah. like, rats, but, like... Yeah. Kind of. So, <laughs> dude, so, like, this must have been fourth fourth form year yeah. or no fifth form year i think yeah anyway in the spring Which junior year junior year junior year yeah yeah santi santi goes yo dude like i just got some acid like you want to like drop like net like in like right after period like it was i think it was a wednesday yeah <laughs> wednesday so we had a half day right? <laughs> right 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 oh so it was a half day so it was and we were off like we had we, like neither of us had sports or something yeah and um we're like dude yeah let's do it and so we go up into this loft in, in North and um, just hanging out, take a tab each, and uh, we're just we're just chilling. And then this kid, this kid Patrick Fisher walks in. Oh my god! And like Santi's like, oh, come hang out, like whatever, right? <laughs> and like I, dude, I think this was the first time or second time I had taken acid. Like, like first, I, I'm pr- no, this was the first time. Like, so anyway. I'm like, all right, like, what's going on, right? Like, Who is this kid? Is he a snitch? I don't know what's going on. Like, that knew kind of, yeah. That you thing. knew. Oh, you knew already. So why oh, would Santi invite him in? Just because, like, he didn't want anything to be like, oh, we're excluding him because he probably will snitch on us then. So it was like, oh, yeah. oh like, he might not know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, and he, he did it. That. Yeah, he probably so, did. Like, we're, so we're hanging out. and like You guys are, like, smushing his cheeks together and, like... <laughs> I'm, I'm literally i'm laughing like hysterically on the floor like looking at the rug because he had an oriental rug <laughs> and i'm like holy shit it's patterns it's all fucking patterns and then like, <laughs> i lift up the corner of the rug and it says patterson <gasps> and this kid's name is patrick like oh yeah the universe was trying to tell you something patterson like this kid is patterson oh yeah <laughs> you pointing at this kid calling him patterson and i'm like this is god like like this guy is controlling the patterns um and it was just a big fucking hilarious shit show and then gavin petty walked in like we're just hanging out and it was like us four and not really a snitch but not exactly like no he was chill he was chill he was chill right he was looking chill um okay and so like but like I mean, I'm hysterically laughing, like pointing at this kid, like, what the fuck are you doing right now, man? Why are you making all these things? Like, and like, <laughs> he's just like, he's like, what's going on? And like, I guess I went to go take a piss or something. And, and like, I come back and he's like, are you stoned? And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely not. Like, no, but you're God. <laughs> um, and yeah that was that was a good good funny time um holy shit that is hilarious the the, the snitches don't get stitches at st paul's 
No, it's more like just avoid them and be mean to them. <laughs> but that I, that kind weirdly it sounds mean maybe, but that is this right proper strategy because like if your attitude is that of like dick like fun ruiner, you know of course people are gonna be mean to you. You, you gotta expect. Yeah, it's like you can't like expect that like when anyone is trying to do anything out of the ordinary, yeah. And, like, that you're gonna snitch on them it's like fuck you dude like we're yeah. just gonna pretend like yeah. you're always gonna be a snitch and now look like if you had been like murdering santi and he told on you that would be a different story oh yeah because that's like, but, like you know yeah. you take a little acid some, smoke some pot you know that doesn't hurt nobody exactly <laughs> maybe myself but maybe yourself it, yeah so he should tell you he should snitch on you to you try to give you an intervention and then <laughs> how would that go over i would not oh wait no you gotta talk this is something you got this is the most fucked up funny thing that i've seen a okay. friend ever do and you know what i'm about to talk about when you and your friend group and the, the grade above me at st paul's decided to have a roast which was less of a roast and more of a tell every individual person like everything that we legitimately hate about them <laughs> and then the worst part is that i'll let you describe it but you basically only got through like three people or something i think we went through a lot like most people got roasted oh really i did that so yeah. what, what was the thought process behind this like thought process was like it was like a celebrity roast right like yeah they're these roasts of, like eminem and like fucking yeah 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 like yeah whatever whoever the fuck and it's like, dude, let's, just, let's just do it. Let's yeah. roast ourselves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's roast each other. Because a lot of it, a lot of it was like, like we had this thing where like batch fourth form year was super stressed out. Yeah. And lost like 20 pounds in like over the course of like a month. Yeah. It was like finals and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Like, dude, like chill. So we called it like, I don't know, like beast week or something like that. And every, every day of that week, we were like, okay, someone's gonna order an absurd amount of fast food from one place, and then we're gonna, we're gonna just eat. We're gonna have to finish it all, right? And then it's the next person's turn to buy. So like one person, like so I think I spent like eighty bucks at KFC. Yeah. And then like the next day, it was like Santi bought like seventy dollars worth of like Taco Bell, and yeah. then Rashawn bought like you know sixty. Yeah. There's 70 bucks worth of like McDonald's. Good. In order to like help the the uh, (laughs) the health problem of your friend, you ordered like a thousand dollars worth of fast food and shoved it in his mouth. (laughs) Exactly. And then we ordered like fuckload of Domino's and this and that. But yeah. Anyway, so it was like it was one of those things where it's like it's even like it's a thing. Yeah. Money doesn't matter. Like so, it's like with the roast, it was like. Oh, well, if you're getting roasted, like, we also, yeah. Like, so it was like, if you're getting roasted, you're going to get roasted. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you want to roast anyone. you want to roast, you're going to get roasted. You're going to get roasted. So, so that was the fun of it. It was like, okay, it's like six, seven, eight people. And we're all going to say all the shit that pisses one another off. And, and it's kind of like a terrible idea. Like, (laughs) no, but the thing is like, it airs it all out. And then they get to come at you with, all of their shit whatever that thing right but then the problem is when some people have more common complaints about a specific person then it gets a little ugly no i mean it had to stop right you didn't get through everybody i don't think we got i don't know if i ever got roasted 
Yeah, exactly. There were certain people that never really had to face the guillotine because it was just too hurtful for the for the. I first don't think play. Barker ever got roasted just because we didn't think Barker was like up for it, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, like, I think like Santi got roasted, Fi got roasted, Batch got roasted. I don't yeah. know if Rashawn did because Rashawn's kind of like Un-roasted. he can't roast Rashawn. Yeah, like, how, he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't like give you any like affect. I know. I'd want to interview Rashawn, but I think it would just be, I don't think he'd say a word. Yeah. I don't know. Like maybe it'd be fun. (laughs) I would like to ask him about his um, sister. (laughs) Rochelle. Rochelle. (laughs) That was kind of a meme. But, um, uh, thanks so much for listening guys. Hope you enjoyed my little chat here with, uh, with Dorf, the Dorf, the Deer Dorf. Uh, please make sure to follow, you know, tell your friends, spread the pod. I'm trying to make that money. Uh, <laughs> maybe just send me money. Just send me money. Uh, to, if <laughs> no, no Patreon, no ads, just in the mail. Um, coins if you have them. Uh, peace. <laughs>